Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I, I, uh, I was I, thinking the I've same thing. Policy. I took a policy when the New Year came that I was not going to say happy. So <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, because we don't know a, yet. No, because we don't, we don't know. know yet. We all said Happy New Year 2020, and that f- us. Sorry. 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 Go ahead. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, twenty twenty one. It's it's new a new year. One. It is a new year. We're all alive. Yeah. That's good. That's a good We're start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of us have new haircuts. Clearly, people are not uh, quarantining. <laughs> not locking down. Not everybody okay. has to quarantine. Right. <laughs> our countries, Fair our enough. countries did what they were supposed to do, and we're open to do what we want. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're open I mean, to do whatever we want. I did actually. I I, uh, I I I have a friend in Toronto, and she sent me a picture of of her quarantining state because she's in an apartment in Toronto, and she just took a picture out her window. And I did feel really, really, really bad for you guys because <laughs> I looked out. I looked out my window, and first off, I can leave my apartment and go do something. But also, I looked out my window, and I have the ocean and everything else. Even when I was quarantining on lockdown, I could still. I still had this beautiful view. And uh, looking out her, um, looking out her window saddened me quite a bit because it was, it was, it was wintertime, dreary Toronto. It was like wet snow on the ground. I was yep. looking, I was like, this is really, really um, disappointing. <laughs> I mean, it's the good thing is there hasn't been that much snow in Toronto. If I'm being honest, I mean, I look out my window, it's mostly just dead grass and trees. See, that's I actually think that having a ton of snow is actually better than looking at that. Yeah. Maybe. If, if you're going to be stuck in your house doing nothing, you might as well have pretty snow to look at. It's not like you have to fight through the snow day to day because you're locked in your house. So you might as well get to look at the pretty snow instead of dead grass and trees. I agree. If I, yeah, could, get, if I could have snow without the cold, I'd be all over that. It's, yeah. it's That's pretty cocaine. snowy out here. Yeah. <laughs> you just say right. if I could have cocaine. <laughs> well, hey, man, there, there's a lot of people who like that stuff, too. So <laughs> for good reason, I guess, maybe. Um, I've, I've heard good things. <laughs> I've heard good things. I've heard everyone I've heard it from. They've been amped. But yes, there's there's been a number of times where I've heard things and I've thought I could use a bit of that in my life. Now, I've never <laughs> now I've never actually acted on that. But I have <laughs> I have at times thought, man, that would be really useful right now. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> dude, I think statistically yesterday. Uh, it was Blue Monday, the the most depressing Monday of the year statistically. It has like some really downer stats to it about people, you know, not having fun and stuff. But I was thinking yesterday, like they could, you know, you could just take it easy, something to take the edge off. You know, it would be nice. <laughs> it would be cocaine, though. but cocaine's not the one to take the edge. Anyway, so how how is how's everyone? How's um everyone had good holidays? Yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was it was a good Christmas. It was a good good holiday season for me. I didn't didn't do a ton. <laughs> like, did people actually gather? Or uh, there was uh, a few. I'm not there trying was, to there incriminate were some stories. Or... <laughs> there were some stories of gatherings around the island. None that I I didn't go to any, but I, I heard some interesting, some fun stories. But um, no, I just I was with my with my family and dinner. Everyone's everyone's nation is still. 
still alive and, and thriving and their capital is still not ransacked. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, yeah. Uh... I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not selling not selling our podiums on ebay not selling our in, in contrast on in contrast <laughs> it was quiet for the rest of the world in contrast yeah. you know in in other wow. nations in other nations people were storming the capital for oh my goodness that well, let's, let's let's be fair <laughs> christmas time they weren't storming the capital they were probably plotting to storm the capital they're they're getting their bullet different vests. type of christmas <laughs> no, no, they, they were watching the simpsons <laughs> and making sure to match uh, word or scene for scene exactly what was about to happen so is that real the the simpsons no. where it has the viking I head guy? No, the one i think no? they must have they must have photoshopped tattoos onto his arms to match oh. the to match the guy with tattoos but i I think otherwise that was a that was a pretty legit Simpsons picture. How are the guy they doing with it? like the coonskin cap? And he's or did that guy see the Simpsons episode and try and copy that guy? I think it might have been. But he had tattoos, so he's uh... look, look. The Simpsons creators are time travelers. We all know this. Not, <laughs> we should stop. We should stop with the Nordics. To, with the Nordics, yeah, we should stop trying to uh, explain it and just accept it for what it is. Accept it, just accept yeah. It. Well. I know there's a lot of worry, uh, especially down down in the states, for what might happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's Biden's inauguration. Are you guys guys feeling anxious about it as well, or do you guys think something will happen? Apparently, there's something something crazy, like 2,500 National Guard like sleeping in the Capitol tonight or something. It's, well, they it's had nuts. to. They, didn't they have to vet the National Guard? Like the National Guard that they called in, they had to like vet them to see if they had posted stuff about. <laughs> Trump or something to make sure that they weren't secretly racist. Like, Twenty five. Oh, good idea. Right. Like oh, you're right. Ten, yeah, you're right. Check a Chan got it. Check a Chan got it in real time. Check a Chan. Ten thousand. It's something crazy, man. It's something it's astronomical. The number is huge. Oh, okay, how about this? What is the number of National Guard that's usually there for an inauguration? Probably like ten. Ten? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not much. It ain't much. No. Ten and there's ten thousand now. No, no. Dude, they're all like armed, man. They're all armed with their heavy machine guns and bulletproof vests, and they're in, they're in camo for some reason next to the whitest building ever. Like it's it's funny, but it's like it's nuts, man. Um, it's so yeah. weird because that is, you know, whatever we may think about democracy as a system of government, a genuine pillar of democracy is the peaceful transition of power like that is that's it like i mean if you were going to list like pillars the things that democracy is built on that's got to be in the top one or two and the states is just like well not not all of the states it's wrong to lump the whole country into it but a large section of the states is just like on that or just like yeah. we don't that's not a thing anymore and i've seen this tweet a number of times you guys have probably seen it too but it, it rings so true it basically just says look if the United States saw what the United States was doing, the United States would invade the United States. <laughs> because it's true, the United States has invaded countries for this exact thing, for this for them not following democratic principles. Like it's they've literally invaded countries to install democracy. And it's bizarre to watch in their own backyard how terrible they are at it right now. Like oh. I mean <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about this a bit before the show of how a lot of these politicians are starting to walk back their 
their narrative a bit, right? They, they, they see the writing on the wall and they look, they look at their jobs and they're, they're saying they probably won't have a job very for very much longer. What do, you, what do you guys feel about that? Speaking of cocaine, as we were earlier, <laughs> I was, yeah. I was, I used to work at a bar. I used to manage, I used to manage a bar in Bermuda. And this bar was very well known as, as a place that dealings of that sort happened frequently and usage of these things happened frequently. And as the manager of this place, like I said, I never partook, but it got to a point where I thought to myself, look, I, I need to remove myself from this. Otherwise it's going to be on people are going to always associate me with this sort of behavior. Um, but at the same time, I looked the other way for, you know, the three years I was a manager of that bar. So I, in some way, shape or form, I was, I was encouraging it, not encouraging it, but I was, I was allowing it to happen. Yeah. I was allowing you it to happen. Complicit. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I understand that. And, and me removing myself from that situation was as much about self-preservation as it was just, you know, right. it felt like the right thing to do. Um, but so I watch people doing that in government in the States. And I think, I don't know, man, I feel like they should, they should be forced to see this out. I mean, they, they are as guilty of everything that Trump is by simply standing beside him for four years. They're as guilty as him. Yeah. Um, it's, they shouldn't be allowed to just basically what you're it. saying is one is you're admitting that you're you've been an accessory but i've always admitted that i've always said that by me working there that's what i did i turned a blind eye because those people came in and bought a ton of drinks and, and gave me a lot of tips so i turned a blind eye to it i've always admitted that i know that but i'm does that make it right no uh, there's there's lots of bars where, where that stuff goes down so i don't i don't think we're singling out any any place Yo, yeah so but it's what I, cocaine off my laptop okay you travel you're definitely getting busted exactly the, the weird yeah, with that I was, beard I was, I was i was traveling the very next week too and these i walked into the office and guys doing lines off my laptop and i said maybe that's enough of this i think that's enough of this, <laughs> Never this is where i draw the line yeah <laughs> yeah Probably a good thing, man. Can you imagine getting stuck at the, the airport? Logo. <laughs> no, it's not good. I was going to ask, yeah, how was that airport visit? Uh, I wiped my laptop very, very uh, heavily before I traveled. <laughs> <laughs> sanitizing before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh my gosh, sanitizing before the pandemic. I wish I could see Swan on that, uh, like an episode of trying to smuggle something. It's like jail abroad or locked up abroad. You got the laptop. Can you imagine that though? Like, what if like they actually found like you? You know, you thoroughly cleaned your laptop. Some like, they still Trace found them. Right? Like, what There's would you a show? There's like a show, Border Patrol. Like yeah. There's a show, Border Patrol, in like right. Vancouver, where they uh, on the corner of, or on the border of Seattle and Vancouver, where they just literally film people as they get yeah. pulled aside. Yeah. I've <laughs> seen that one. Well, well, here. Spe- <laughs> speaking about uh, about drug smuggling. If you um, if you haven't seen that if you haven't seen this, uh, you should check out. I can't remember the name of this bloody show now, but the one episode was about this guy. He goes, he was convicted, uh, wrongly convicted, and was in jail for twelve years, and finally was overturned. So now and he goes and he starts visiting all these jails around the world to see the conditions. Worms now, toughest prisons. prisons. 
World Star. Okay, World, is, it, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I, li- I literally started watching it two nights ago. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. Okay. This well, is I know about right this guy, thing. the British guy. This is yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So brought this up because I genuinely <laughs> started. <laughs> this is this is the reason I bring it up. I know, but I for whatever reason, like two nights ago, I was scrolling through Netflix. I said, "Oh, let me watch this." So I watched it, and now two days. The reason I bring it up though is there's a specific building that I had seen like maybe like four years ago. And I was like, oh man, this building looks really cool. Like in Greenland, this looks amazing. What is this? Oh, that Turns out it's a prison. And I'm like, man, this, this prison looks way too nice. There's no way they're going to build this. So the episode was like, oh, yeah. the prison just finally opened. I was like, damn, they built this thing. <laughs> if you see that episode about prison in Greenland, oh my, I don't even understand what is happening in the country. Like there, there is 57,000 people. Okay. 57,000 people in Greenland. People are being thrown into jail. And of course, I mean, they do have some strange and horrific crimes. Apparently, murder is committed by beating somebody up with your bare hands and throwing them off or into something. That's the usual way that it's done. (laughs) But people end up going to jail and also going to jail for smuggling hashish. That's a big thing in Greenland. But that jail, if you see this jail, the way the prisoners are treated, I mean, there's a guy who's in jail who basically has a job outside of jail and he leaves in the morning, goes to his job and he goes on dates in the evening and everything. And he basically just comes back to jail to sleep. And then he does it again the next day. You know, there's, there, you'll see scenes of them. They're cooking there in the cafeteria by themselves with sharp knives, so, like sharp so knives. He, oh, so, like, he's, so he's not in jail at all. This is just his apartment. Like, it's, just a hotel. Rent free yeah. it's a hotel but then the weirdest thing is the weirdest thing is you you're like they're talking to them because before all of this you know the dangerous criminals in greenland were sent to denmark because Greenland used to be a you know a danish colony so they were sent to denmark and that's when they went to jail so then they asked them oh you know so how does it feel you know how's it compared to the prison in denmark and they're like oh no no, no it's much better there these they're in a hotel, <laughs> chilling, and they're asked, the guy says, it's much better there. So now I'm like, what is going on in Denmark? Like, like, if right, I need to commit went... a crime, I know the two places that I need to go commit a crime. Well, Europe is way Those different. Nordic countries are, are something special, man. Because if, you, if you've seen his previous seasons, uh, like I was watching before, uh, he did one in Germany. And these people have houses. They live in houses, actual houses. So it's like a house arrest. But you're doing during the day, but you live in a house. You come back, your jail is a house there that they, they built. So what's the like, point and of it's a like jail? Then? Different what's... mini houses. It's to rehabilitate them opposed to, you know, as a, yeah, as opposed American to, as opposed to incarceration. You're trying, you're trying yeah, to, as opposed to yeah, slavery, essentially. Exactly. Like, you're essentially actually American trying to rehabilitate. And they have higher rates probably of success. I'm of sure. rehabilitation for sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. it, but it, it, one guy was a killer. And he was living in the house and doing this stuff. Like, I mean, he wasn't like a crazy killer, but that's still, he killed someone, you know? That's the same thing with this dude. He was there like this. And the guy was like, oh, what do you go to jail for? With a sharp knife in his hand. And he was like, you want me to make you a sandwich? Cutting stuff is like, I killed a man. And I'm like, damn! <laughs> uh, like, I've, only, just... I've only seen two episodes. I think I saw... Yeah. I saw uh, watch, well, just oh, watch this Greenland episode. I saw Romania. Okay, watch this well, Greenland episode. Disney one too. Yeah, the Iceland one. Yeah. And then somebody, please check a chan. Please tell me what prison is like in Denmark, because I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think it sounds like it's better sponsor, than living out I think here. We should sponsor a, uh, a a mission for Chan to go 
to prison. The prison in Denmark? <laughs> I think so. Go fund me. That should be. We should sponsor. Yeah, him. I think so. I, I wouldn't so. cost much because we just need to essentially get him to commit a crime. No, I'm just put some uh, cocaine right now, on his yeah. stuff. Send him on a flight. Here we go. Send him to Denmark. Check a channel yeah. here on the ground correspondent. They put you in jail for that, though, man. Or you got to do something more serious for smoking. No, they put you in jail for Probably. hashish, cocaine. They'll, they'll put you in jail. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make sure. Yeah, but wouldn't he get? I mean, depending on where he's leaving from, wouldn't he get in jail from the place he's leaving if they check the drugs before he goes? Yeah. Or what about uh, like extradition laws and stuff, man? I mean, Bahamas doesn't have from Bahamas. Laws, yeah, they they keeping down. you in Denmark, bro. You yeah. ain't going nowhere. Didn't you, I mean, you say that? So you don't have any treaties with anybody now. One time, I did get pulled over to do like the random security check where they swiped down your bag and all that kind of stuff. And I actually like the machine went off. Like it said that it detected something that was used for bombs in my on my luggage or on my shoes or something like that. And I have no idea where it came from. And the guy is like, "Okay, we're gonna have to pull you off to the side and go through all your things." And I was like, "Uh, I had nothing. I mean, I like yeah. There's nothing like you." You can sit Nothing I could do at that point. You yeah, you're just like, well, if it found it, then I don't know. And so he's he's like, like <laughs> he's like, let's swipe it again. And he, it was something on my shoes. So he swiped my shoes, and that caused the red flag again. It was like a, an accelerant or something high in nitrogen. Have you been to a like farm that, right? just before? And so he asked, like, where where do you work? And I, at the time, I was a grad student in university, and I was in a chemistry lab like the day before wearing those shoes. And that was like good enough for him to say, okay, we'll let you through it. Other than that, man, my heart was racing. I had no idea what was going on. You probably saw it in your face too. He's like, nah, this guy can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah. Nah. Like a sweaty bastard. Oh, nah. oh Jesus. I think he was like with you too. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to. It's been a boring day, so I'm just going to fuck. Think that, do you think that uh, airport security sometimes do that? Because I know, I, the bar- I, like, I know, I know in, in my in my line of work that I've had before as a bartender, if we saw somebody underage come in, we used to like to f- with them. We didn't just kick them straight out. We used to try and fuck. Oh, them. I'm sh- but like so I got like pulled over all the time. Yeah. This, do you think behind the scenes sometimes just like I'm going to pick some stupid university kid and I'm just going to f- with them today? But before that's not. The, I mean, 9/11, I- yes. Before nine <laughs> eleven, yes, they f- with people for sure. After yeah. that. Uh-huh. It was. It, it wasn't like I don't. I don't mind that I got pulled over or picked on or whatever. It was like he made the machine go off twice. Like the screen went red and everything. There was an alert on the screen. It wasn't that he was pushing a button on the side. Like okay, we're gonna he just trick put a swab like, like a claw swab yeah, into a machine. yeah one of those cloth right, pieces right. of paper that they put well, in yeah they they swipe it down yeah. 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 Yeah, I always get I always get selected. I always get selected. Oh, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> brown guy with the beard, bald. Every time I go, I literally at this point, I just beeline towards him because I know that they're like staring. I just got yeah, here. Here's my hands, man. You know the guy. Hey, Bob, how's it going? <laughs> Usual bend over. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah I'll, I'll slide too, yeah. through like America and then uh, San Francisco and then I had baggy jeans. Not even that bad, but still a little baggy. And then they sent me through a machine where they, they send like little puffs of air actually strong puffs of air all around your body so then they can automatically see if anything's sticking out of your pants or anything's <laughs> out of the ordinary when they push all this air onto you it's like you're playing a game like where you go for those cash and then they're pushing air is it all yeah. i was like i've never had that happen in my life i was like wow and i was after 9 11 though 
And these guys mm. were not messing around. <laughs> yeah, I always feel super awkward going to those those scanners that can like look through all your clothes and stuff and just I don't know, man. Because you know they're they're like staring, right? They're like they're like put your hands up and they have this like thing that goes around you. It's just like a camera that like straight. Looks I mean, they're not looking at your dick, man. Come on. That's what that's what they say, but they definitely they are. That's oh, what they you, they are. You, you think that's what they are? And you're just taking photos. Man, we're gonna we're gonna laugh about this. Later. No, but you can like if you look at the screen though, you can see that like it just shows like a default image. I mean, like, then, not a default but, image. But then it's not doing its job. No, but it's not doing its job. Also. Yeah, and also it's super convenient that big fat people can't fit in it, right? Like they only get the fittest people that are going in it. Like I've thought about this, man. I, and also I always go in it because I'm brown and I'm not fat, so I'm always going in it. <laughs> Having been gone through this, have you ever wanted like the job of testing these systems? Like how could I get a bomb through this airport <laughs> security or like how no, could sir. I you know, plan something on myself? No, anyone listening to this? No, I have not. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, like how but... much liquid you could get on you? There's like a liquid restriction now. I've always wanted to like test those systems, man. Go for yeah. it, Nike. Hey, I, know, I meant like legitimately, not not, yeah. not in a like a freelance capacity. I, man, I'll put it this way, security Mikey. contract. Of all of us, you legitimately could do this. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean the rest of us, we're probably gonna raise one red flag or another. But you, the, the you might just us, get away. The rest of us walk in the door and we're getting surveilled. What are you talking about? Mikey's yeah. Mikey, Mikey's the only one of here that can storm the Capitol with no repercussions. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said could. I didn't say you would. <laughs> Dude. Isn't there like radiation though through those X-ray machines? I was always worried, like because every I'm, time you go I'm not them... going in the radiation machine. I'm staying outside. Ah, uh, okay. You're just getting other people to go into. Okay, got it. Got it. Wow. Very ethical. I'm not kill other people for science. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. But tomorrow, tomorrow's a big day. The inauguration. I know we've been sort of talking about politics and stuff. Do you think there's going to be a change in the economy or change in the world? I know they're 2021, we're expecting big things, but does anyone think that there's going to be a difference now or same old, same old? Uh, I think until a substantial amount of the population, and even that is like a hopeful, but until a substantial amount of the population is actually vaccinated, it's still, we're still going to be kind of living in the situation where at any moment, you know, we could have a spike again and all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of people, we, we need to shut down a bunch of economies. We're kind of at this whole point again. But even on a, like a social, psychological level, like until almost like everybody is vaccinated, like things won't go back to normal. You know, people won't be okay going into stores, seeing people on the streets, like, you know, going to eat outside and, you know, going to all these public places that actually help fuel economies. Like all of that is going to be kind of still up in the air until you can almost say that, oh, 99% of the population has been vaccinated. The thing with the vaccination is, and I have, I've yet to hear from a doctor about this. I probably should have done some research about it, but I, I haven't. But as far as I understand it, you can, even if you, obviously you can have the vaccination, that protects you from you know, getting symptoms and, and essentially getting sick with COVID, but you can still pass it on. If you, if you have if you have COVID and COVID whatever on you, 
if they're on my hand, I have a vaccination. I'm not going to get sick. But if I then put my hand on a on a uh, on a doorknob and somebody behind me uses that doorknob and they don't have the vaccine, well, they could catch COVID. Well, I mean, like that's not what the vaccines do, right? Like they, they don't make it so you can't get it. If you get the vaccine, you can still get COVID. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Vaccines don't mean that yeah. COVID's gone. It just means that you're not going to necessarily. If you do catch COVID, you're not going to die from it. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and to your point, Swan, there's going to be tons of people who just can't take it, right? Like, I think I was reading how uh, pregnant pregnant women can't take it because there's no data to suggest it's safe for them. People with, like, immune deficiencies, um, like lupus allergies, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, there's some people with allergies that can't, do, can't take it. Like, if you take an EpiPen or something like that. Yeah, so. And, uh, of course, there's going to be plenty of people who decide that they don't want to take it because they are worried about Bill Gates <laughs> micro-tripping them. Well, I mean, there are other reasons for people deciding not to take it. I know that for one, one in particular, I know with like, you know, a lot of Muslim communities, I know that <clears throat> some of the, um, in Avi, you'll know better about this, you know, because you, you are in that field of understanding uh, microbiology, but I know that some of the ingredients in that is uh, from pork, from pigs. So, you know, <laughs> some people feel like, oh, this is not halal, you know, I can't yep. take this vaccine. So, I, you know, there, there are other reasons why people, you know, might choose not to take certain vaccines because, I mean, if, if the choice is to take, you know, like the Pfizer and it has, you know, some ingredients with pork and, and then it's that versus taking, you know, the Russian or the unknown, uh, <laughs> the other unknowns, you might be like, mm, I don't know, I'm just not going to take it. That's true. Yeah. I always wondered, I always wonder what like the, the Middle East or, you know, the Islamic community is going to do, though, because on some point you got to you got to take it you got to take the vaccine otherwise your community is just going to be decimated right like it, if you think it about is it. interesting though it's interesting because i know that a lot of people are reading about this in like the uae and Saudi Arabia, like they'll take the vaccine like you know pork or no pork they'll take the vaccine because again you know religion as much as you know you know some uh you know uh, you know, extremists would try and tell you that, oh, religion it has to be done this way. It doesn't feel like religion is different from person to person. You know, it's different from person to person. So, you know, you can't find in the whole world two Muslims that are exactly the same kind of Muslim. True. Yeah, you know, true. two Christians that are the same kind of Christian. You know, two, two Buddhists that are the same kind of Buddhist. You know, like you just, you're not going to find these people. You know? yeah. And because of that, there will be people who will be like, yeah, okay, you know, I understand that, yes, you know, that to you, that might be an issue. But to me, you know, there are bigger things that are issues, such as my grandmother dying or my family members passing away from this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you know, one of the one of the biggest things that I've taken away from from everything that's going on with COVID and and the Trump presidency um, leading into 2021 is is the the dissemination of information that we get and how the system of journalism and and reporting information is broken i think i think that that system that we've had is is not working it's just not because the amount of because especially in in the times that we live now with with you know smartphones and everything else and the internet people can literally choose what they get their information mm-hmm. from. instead of being told one thing by by you know one source essentially they can say, oh, I don't like what that source says, so I'm going to listen to that source because they speak something that rings true to me, even if that's not the truth as it, as it actually is. And this vaccine now 
it's it's so weird in a small place like Bermuda how quickly that misinformation can spread and how uh, powerful that misinformation can be. Um, this is, the things that I'm hearing from some people on, you know, uh, Facebook groups and things like that is insane. I mean, just yeah. genuinely insane. What? What do you hear? Yeah. What are you hearing? So, so the Insane. biggest rumor, the biggest rumor, and this is this is a running joke in Bermuda now. Uh, not not amongst some of people, some people, but amongst most sane people, it's a running joke. The biggest rumor is that during during the main crux of coronavirus, like during you know May, June, July last year, sort of thing, uh, Bill Gates came to Bermuda a couple times. Uh, now, the reason for that is that Bermuda had handled coronavirus very well, and Bill Gates could come here and sit on his yacht and go out to dinner and things like that because Bermuda was open unlike the states and a bunch of other places and we didn't have any COVID cases so Bill Gates came here a few times it became uh it became this rumor that Bill Gates obviously this whole rumor about Bill Gates just trying to indoctrinate everybody with the vaccine then spilled over into him conspiring in Bermuda and he was gonna buy a house in Bermuda and and indoctrinate Bermuda and he lives on a house behind Ice Queen, which is a local fast food place. And his house is back there and this, that, the other. And this is, as I say it to you guys, you guys don't know anything about this. And it sounds ridiculous. Imagine being in Bermuda and thinking and genuinely believing that Bill Gates has bought a house behind Ice Queen. And you're just like, what is going on? I've got people, there's people in the chat groups, like, demanding that, oh, are you, well, you haven't seen I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Is Ice Queen like a landmark? <laughs> yes, man. We went to Ice Queen. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. It, yeah, I'm sure that you went. I'm sure you went. My I'm bad. sure you went to Ice Queen. It's the only place that's open till 4 a.m. It's food. the late okay, night okay. place that we went for burgers and fries, man. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you know what's, the, the you know what's kind of funny, Swan? Is I yeah. heard the exact same story but Bahamas instead, where it's like <laughs> Bill Gates is going to the Bahamas and bought a house in Bahamas. And I heard this from like multiple people while I was there for Christmas. It's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And you've got random people on Facebook posting in large chat groups that have 20,000 plus members in Bermuda saying, demanding that, oh, well, we, you, have you seen a list of the ingredients from the vaccine? I'm not taking the vaccine until I see the list of ingredients. Oh my God. <laughs> For you, you don't even know those ingredients are anyway. What's the list of ingredients gonna do for you? Like you're gonna look at it. It's not, it's not a fucking pancake mix. Like <laughs> Jesus, it's insane. And but they firmly believe this. Like they firmly believe that this vaccine is is a microchip that's gonna indoctrinate. It's, it's only being made to indoctrinate us. Yeah, you know they can't force people to take the vaccine, but you know what they're gonna do, right? They're gonna make it a travel requirement like yeah. you know, like if you go to africa you have to get like a yellow fever yeah. or like something like that right so they're gonna make it so i mean like if you live in a big oh, country, i'll tell you i'll tell you right now if they make yeah. it a travel requirement bermudians will be the first in line all these people that are worried about bill gates yeah, on the island they yeah. will be they will be getting that vaccine right away because then they can't go away if they don't get it oh man yeah this dissemination of misinformation is uh is a real problem man and and, and i was reading well, I've been reading a lot of articles about it. I think there's a really cool documentary, The, the Social Dilemma, um, that's about it as well, about how social networks have created an outlet for uh, all these people to just 
immediately get their thoughts out into the world, right? Where in the 1940s and 50s and 60s, you had organizations take days, if not weeks, to, to get a story to come out, right? So there's a lot more time. So we've traded off the, the, the speed of information with the quality of it. <laughs> and or, that's exactly what you're seeing. Of it. And authenticity, right? It's it's quality of information. You don't know if it's real. You don't know who it's coming from. But it, I mean, and, is, and yeah. we also we also have played into that as as society because now we expect information immediately. We don't if if it doesn't come immediately, then we just we don't even it passes yeah. us by essentially. If it's not there right now, then it passes by. We don't ever hear it again. Yeah. And so we've also played into that, I think, a little bit by by allowing ourselves to to fall into that trap of unless it's here right now i don't want to hear it unless it's unless it's you know on my on the first list of my on my feed i'm not going to see it we don't ever actually wait for the you know for the full story or or go searching for the full story we don't do that anymore because we've become accustomed to, to the immediacy of information so yeah it's it's i think everyone's a bit culpable for how terrible journalism and reporting is now is, is is there a way to make that better though? I mean, <clears throat> like we have we have this information at lightning speed now, but is there a way to you know sort of generate um, consensus, so to speak? You know holding I mean? everyone accountable. Yeah, so yeah holding everyone. It 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 have to start at the grassroots and move all the way up. So won't won't you start like stripping away, I suppose, some of the rights that allow people to be able to post or create this new information or at least, uh, you know, that is giving rise to the speed of information? You know what I mean? Like in the sense of you think about it, if you now said, okay, we need to get consensus to verify a story. Right. So then that means that everybody now is giving you a story, but everybody has to now provide consensus to it and the moment that there is a consensus that is the story and you have to agree to that story whether you like it or not because there is not consensus and that is the story that everybody goes so there isn't like the free will of you can start having offshoot stories that are different from it but once the story is defined by consensus that is the story that everybody agrees to could you live in that kind of world well, we, so like, we sort of like Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you basically described Reddit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. B- b- basically, r- Reddit expanded exponentially. Well, there's this law actually. There's this law in, I think, in Europe, in, in most, you know, most of the world, where news outlets that um, promote uh, some sort of harassment or some sort of information that leads to harassment of an individual or a group, that news source, whether it's the New York times or whoever, uh, is responsible for it, right? They can get sued for it, but your Facebooks and, and Googles and Twitters aren't in that same realm under that law, because when that law was made, it was only made with media with like channels, uh, TV channels and, and newspapers in mind. So, I think the laws need to be really revamped, right? Like you, you can't have somebody going on Google um, telling other people to like chant, hang Mike Pence, right? Whether you believe in Mike Pence or not and just have Google be like, well, that's what the guy wants, right? Like that's, there's gotta be some reprimand for, for that behavior, whether but, it's- yeah, who, Who's but, the one that's to what decide I mean. what that- Yeah, who oversees that? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But that's, 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 but that's where every solution comes down to. Every solution at some point comes back to 
well, who's going to oversight? Like, who's going to be the the decider? Who's going to be oversight? How do we have that? oversight? Yeah, and it's it's and that's so difficult because who do, do is it somebody that you elect? Is it do you do you elect somebody to become this oversight? And do they serve a term? Is it somebody that that you that just you know mutually gets decided upon? Is it is it a board? Is it a bunch of things? Is it a bunch of people? I don't know, man. That's that's it's so well, like obviously you have to have some structure and a committee to oversee it that has to be put together. Something like a court system, yeah, obviously, okay. which uh, it already uh, is. But but before that, you have to like you have to monitor and each other and as a like a kind of court system. Like my friend put out some BS one time about some okay, it was actually when Kobe passed, and he put some stupid yeah. helicopter video of someone dying, thought that was a Kobe one, put it up on our thing. And I thought that was it too. And then find out it was just some BS video. It wasn't Kobe's thing going down. But I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta check your sources and see if that's real first. But it's, you're and you're right, you're right. We all have to call it out. But then you have something like Parlor pop up, and Parlor, and essentially what happens is everyone who gets ostracized from Facebook because their views are stupid and and whatever, they then go and form their own platform and they just all post on there instead. I mean, it's, it's almost as though creating programs and creating these apps and creating these platforms is too easy now that, that mm. literally anyone can do it. So you're just going to create one that serves your own purposes that, that sort of, you know, says what you want to hear and, 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 and so, you can, what you want to So what, what if what it is though, is just uh, creating more, uh, stri- not stricter, but more severe repercussions. That's for right. promoting this, you know, you know, disinformation. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what if you just have more uh, stringent or more, you know, scary, you know, uh, consequences for doing this? And I'm, you say, okay, hey, yeah. If we don't have consensus, but all of a sudden you start spreading the wrong thing, and you know, people find out, like, oh, this wasn't the right thing. So now you have spread this wrong information, and the repercussions for spreading wrong information is like you know you you have to you know you got to go to jail for four years or you you know you got to give up your firstborn child i don't know what whatever it is sure again you can find a hundred dollars that all comes back to who's gonna oversee that like but that's but that's the thing though that's the thing if we can build consensus it's not that one person gets to oversee it right you decentralize these things so that everybody gets to oversee it right so you, you can't tell me that if one if this guy starts spreading something wrong if you know a million people say, hey, whoa, it's actually this, this thing is wrong. Now this guy, by consensus, has been proved not just by everybody else that he has done this thing, that he has spread this misinformation. So now we have gained consensus, we have gained some kind of oversight. And that is what we're using to judge these people. I mean, in the end, of course, this can also backfire. And then, you know, you could have a situation where people are controlling crowds or crowds are controlling people's behaviors. And we get into a kind of black mirror situation but that might be where we're heading anyway, where we need to yeah. verify things by consensus, but we need enough repercussions for spreading misinformation. Yeah. I love it, how this it, podcast always turns into government lessons with Ola. How would Ola run a country? <laughs> <laughs> but I Look, mean, man, yeah. are, we, are we just talking about 1984 country. at this point? Like, you know, where there's Big Brother who's <laughs> going to decide who's right and wrong? I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's that hard, guys. I honestly think it just comes down to what are facts, and what aren't, and it doesn't matter what you believe. I think, I think opinions I, are overrated. I think what I, we might see more of is 
I mean, subscription-based services have become the way of life now. You know, 10 years ago, we wouldn't have ever thought that we'd be, we'd, we'd sign up to, you know, three different streaming services and, and Apple Music and, and Spotify and everything else. I mean, we've all willingly said we're going to sign to subscription services now. And I look at a model like The Athletic, and I think, you know, the part of the, the, one of the biggest issues with news and reporting right now is that, is that uh, it's run by advertisers, right? It's you're there. The advertisers are buying your, your attention and your eyes. Whereas a platform like the athletic say they're in funded entirely by the subscribers. There's no advertisers. Essentially you're, 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 you're basically paying journalists to do their job as, as opposed to advertisers paying journalists to do their job, which is a very different thing. Um, and the content on the athletic, as opposed to say the content on the SBN, it's night and day. I mean, it's night and day, the, the quality of reporting that you get on The Athletic as opposed to the quality of reporting you get on ESPN. ESPN is all about clicks. It's all about getting viewership and eyes on, on articles and, and on, on advertisers' uh, products, essentially. Um, whereas The athletics is all about trying to actually do some in-depth reporting and, and expose truths and facts and everything else about the world of sports. And I feel like the more that we get accustomed to sub- subscription services, which I think most of us probably are now, um, I think we might start to see more news outlets they tried subscription services for newspapers you know back when the internet was first getting big and nobody signed on but i think now that subscription services are a thing you might find more people willing to sign on to trusted subscription service of news that isn't funded by advertisers but it's funded by subscribers and at that point you might start getting some content that's factually true and actually is actually relevant to to the world that we live in and the decisions we have to make on a day-to-day basis all right but again though it's still concentrated right you still have you know a concentrated group of people making these edits making these decisions and deciding that this is factual deciding that this is more factual than the other thing i don't know man i feel like and right now, especially in our day and age, it's really who the one is yelling the loudest is getting the attention and people are congregating around their idea, right? Where I'm not going to call any names, but there are certain networks that some might say are associated with the current administration that uh, did anybody look? Well, I wasn't th- actually, I wasn't thinking of Fox. I was thinking of another one that's sorry. sorry. Fuck them, man. They're not a and sponsor. Then- definitely not a sponsor Um, but like if you listen to you know the daily podcast this morning where it was just talking about what do republicans think of what happened recently last week at the storming of the capitol building like i was just still in disbelief of the way that they're talking about even like a week or two weeks later how you know they have they're not standing down 74 million people as they say are looking to one person that who who is taking their attention right and everything that he says they're holding on in every breath is still there's no factual basis in that yeah agreed agreed i think we said it before here on this on this podcast i'm not worried about trump he's he's gone i'm worried about the <laughs> next trump the next guy man i'm, I'm worried about his crazy. personally they learn from this yeah, but I mean, uh, learn that what learn that it worked, learn that what Trump did worked. Like I don't know, man. It's gonna be weird. So yeah, Ivanka twenty twenty four. I was thinking more like Mike Pompeo. Uh, or no, I mean like no. I I okay. genuinely but, I well, I firmly believe Ivanka will run and she will win when she runs. 
Okay. Oh. That that's oh. it. Trump aside, and uh, you know what what may or may not happen tomorrow, we don't know. All that aside, you know there is the idea that um, almost exactly a hundred years ago, right? We had the Spanish flu, mm. right? And everything shut down, you know, all kinds of organizations, people's lives, you know, family members, holidays were scarce and everything was quiet and people didn't want to go and meet other people. Essentially what's happening now, right? But after that though, you know, was, as someone put it, was the Roaring Twenties, right? We had the Great Gatsby's. We had, we had a good time. <laughs> so with that in mind, maybe, maybe we're headed for a good time. So are we back into just, the re-Roaring Twenties? Just maybe. Just maybe. The Great Depression happened get... after that, though. Okay, let's not, that's too far. Let's, let's, let's concentrate on 20s now. Let's just, let's just concentrate this on 20s. 